Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. How are you, Neil? Good. We're living life here. We're Friday, November 4th. We're almost, we're, we're under 60 days to Christmas. Man. We're officially in Christmas time. I mean, I know some people that have been counting down to Christmas since long before now, you know but... it's fucked up? Well, maybe it's not fucked up to everyone, but it's fucked up to me. What's that? I was at the grocery store this weekend, and it was, it was November 1st. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll give you, it was November 1st, so it wasn't still Halloween season, mm-hmm. but Mariah Carey's... Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas it was is playing. You. It was playing. It was playing in what, like a grocery store. In a grocery say? store. Oh my gosh! And so that can't be like a radio. That has to be like someone put, plugged in their their iPhone. Okay, like, that song. No matter what anyone says, that song is a guilty pleasure to everyone around it Christmas. Is. It's a legendary song. It will live on as a legendary song. But yeah. It is too early, Josh. Is we're it still though? we're still seven weeks away, at least from Christmas. Seven weeks. The thing is with Christmas time. The thing is, if if a season brings you so much joy and happiness, like by all means, hey, if you love Halloween, start celebrating it March first until October thirty first. If you love Halloween that much, you go for it. If you love Christmas that much, I mean. Like if it brings you... Halloween, some people should be wearing a mask in March. <laughs> Let's be honest there. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> gonna go that route, but Neil took it there. <laughs> uh, but if you love Christmas that much and it, it brings you that much joy, fucking celebrate it all you want. Yeah. Look over at my 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 movie collection over here. Yeah. The amount of Christmas movies I have over there that I have to watch every season. I mean, I personally this year. I don't know what it what it's been. Maybe it's been like the the foggy weather. Maybe it's been like I didn't really get like a proper like I usually watch as many horror movies as I can in yeah. Halloween or in October. And I didn't get the chance to like do that because I was working a lot. So maybe like I'm still in Halloween mode. I think. Yeah, like, I mean, I haven't quite graduated. November fourth. Into... Uh, when do you when do you deem an acceptable time to begin? Like, when would you put your Christmas tree up? Like, when do you think it is an acceptable time to do that? <laughs> so, growing up in my house, it was the first weekend of November, the, the whatever the first. So weekend. we're right around this time then. If it was October thirty first, happening on the Thursday yeah. or even the Friday, Halloween decorations came down the Saturday yeah. morning. Christmas decorations went up the Saturday afternoon. Like my, my family, my parents have already texted me. We have a family group chat and they've already texted me um, all the Christmas decorations that they've already put up. What? The Christmas trees are already up. Christmas lights. Christmas lights are already nine. up. Yep. Um, Christmas music is playing. They've got the old records playing. It's, it's, it's a Christmas movie, miracle, whatever you want to call it that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, if you look around, a lot of the Christmas decorations in the city are starting to go up. They are. Um, I mean, it's been it's been cold for a while now. So I mean, like, I feel like people are heading in that direction pretty soon. We're still two months out, though. I mean, so my what? Thing is, my thing is, so what? It it's not even. It's still fifteen degrees Celsius outside today. You know, like I don't know. I feel like December first is the time to start getting Christmas ready. Mm-hmm. Um, December first. December first. You want to wait till December first? D E C. Ember first, yeah. That's how you spell it. D C Ember. Yeah. 
Um, that is the Christmas season that begins. Right now, you're just kind of annoying everyone with the Christmas decorations and the, the holly jolly Christmas. It's not close to it yet. There's So I can see the building next to me from, from my balcony. Like, do you start celebrating Valentine's Day mid-December? No, because I'm lonely and will be lonely forever, Neil. Then, That's why. I mean, do you start... Like I said, if Valentine's Day brings you that much joy, by all means, fucking celebrate Do you celebrate start it. celebrating Easter mid-February? I, I mean, the list can go on and on, but like... I just feel, you know, a 30-day window is enough for Christmas, not a 60, not a 50 <laughs> even. I will take this to my grave, but I feel it's too early. Did you right see um, the Mariah Carey video that she posted um, November 1st? No, what did she post? She, she's she been doing this the past, like, few years, and basically she owns Christmas time now. She owns the holiday season. Yeah. Um, it's her um, on a broom, I think. Um and she's she's got like a witch costume on and everything like head to toe. She's on a broom. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she like rips it off and she's got like a Santa costume underneath, like full on like Christmas decorations everywhere, and she screams, "It's time!" in the high pitch Mariah Carey voice that she does. Um, Not Bruce Buffer coming in. It's saying, time. No, that would, that would have been way cooler. <laughs> Not quite that, but it might as well have been because it was, you know, that that high pitch, you know, you know who it is right away kind of voice. Um, but yeah, no, she and immediately, I don't know if you saw this, but it uh, all I want for Christmas is you came on to the top 100 immediately after that video. Like by that afternoon, it was back on the top 100. I'm not anti-Christmas by any means. You know what I mean? I'm very into Christmas every year. I put up a Christmas tree, put up Christmas lights. You put it up very late last year. I remember that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like to it, was some, after, it was after to some, December 1st. To some think it, like you think it's late. I think it's an appropriate <laughs> amount of time to be put up. Well, that's just the way uh, I was raised. Like for me, like that's when. Let me ask you this. Okay. Do you leave your Christmas lights up year round? No. Um, no, I don't. I would love to. Um, but it's just too much of a hassle, I guess. We're talking so much about Christmas. Why don't we get into it? What let's, are we talking about today? <laughs> let's, um, I mean, do you, do you want to talk We can about talk Christmas all day. We can have this debate all day long. We we absolutely can. But I'll um, tell you what, we have 60 days to debate this. <laughs> it's so yes, and we will have a lot of time to do There's so much time until Christmas. Do you want to get into our losers of the week? Sure. Let's get into it. Loser. I just love Ace Ventura speaking in that in that little intro that we have there. Um, all right, let's talk about. Do you want to start off start with off. your loser of the week? Start you want me off. to start off. Yeah. Okay. So, um, my loser of the week. Uh, it's been a loser for me for a long time now. Um, my loser of the week has been uh, in the news uh, pretty predominantly recently. Um, it's Kyrie Irving. He was suspended by the Brooklyn Nets after failing to um, apologize after promoting a book um, that promotes anti-Semitism. And it's it's something that Kyrie has doubled down on. He's come out and he said, um, these are my opinions. I, if I offend someone, you know, that's just who I am kind of thing. And uh, he's just failed to say sorry for the people that he's hurt with this. Um, and the Nets have finally taken a step, and after after a, a, like a lot of pressure from the league, pressure from officials, pressure from analysts, basically saying just like you need to you need to do something here. So the Nets have come out and suspended him for five games. You think that's enough? 
Um, well, they've said five games at least. No pay. No pay. Yeah. Um, I think now that he's apologized, I think that it will stay at five games. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I am on the the length of this of the suspension. I think five games without pay is a good amount, you know, from from my perspective. But I think. They, the league had to do something. The Nets had to do something. So they came out and they suspended him for five games. And, um, yeah, uh, we'll see where we go from here, I guess. Yeah, I mean, this Kyrie is always surrounded by controversy. You know, any single moment he has. Last year, we dealt with him and the entire vaccine debacle where... He was an anti-vaxxer and He was an anti-vaxxer. He, get he thinks the world is flat. He does you know, think the world he is flat. also walks around and has his... Um, what do you call it? Like, he, he lights, like, essences he around sages. the court. He sages. Yep. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm in no way surprised or care anything about Kyrie whatsoever. I think he's a piece of shit. I think he always has been a piece of shit. He's a douche. I think he only cares about himself. I think he's very delusional. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Anything he does now will always... I'm not going to be surprised. Is he the Kanye West of the NBA? He's lost respect by all of his peers. Um, teams don't <laughs> want him on their team. I'm sure the Brooklyn... You know what? It's actually fitting that the Brooklyn Nets have him. Um, because my loser of the week is the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are in shambles right now. The Brooklyn Nets are my loser of the week because, yes, they fired Steve Nash. I don't think he was a good coach. I think he still has a lot to learn in the NBA in terms of coaching. He's a fantastic – he's a legend in when it comes to being a, yeah, a player. Yeah, I think he took on that coaching job way too early. But I for think. someone to be stepping in as a rookie coach to take on the talent and the personalities in that locker room, it was too much for him. You know, it's hard to manage a James Harden, a Kevin Durant, a Kyrie Irving, and then make the, make it all work. Yeah. When all three of those people need the ball in their hands. So, and now Ben Simmons. And now Ben Simmons. So, again, I feel for Steve Nash. He's going to be coaching in the NBA again in the future. My reasoning for having the Brooklyn Nets be my loser of the week is more so on who they're rumored to be looking to replace Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. And it is suspended head coach, currently suspended head coach, Ime Uduka, Udoka. Of the Boston Celtics. Of the Boston Celtics. <clears throat> Do you know why he got suspended for the year? Because um, he took this team to the NBA Finals last year. He got suspended for the year. Yeah, he took, this, he took the Boston Celtics to the finals yeah. last year and subsequently got uh, suspended. For all of 2022-2023. I do remember this, I, but refresh me. He was involved in relations with a right, staff member. Right, right. Um, who then said that it wasn't consensual. So, um, very messy situation. Very messy. Um, and despite this reprimanding that the Boston Celtics had, who didn't outright fire him. They suspended him. They allowed him to speak to other teams. And obviously the Brooklyn Nets came knocking. Don't get me wrong. He's a great coach, but do you want that again? Like you're just asking for trouble going and trying to get a suspended coach team suspension, mind you, just because it's a team suspension, you can actually employ this person, but like you're sending the wrong message. Imagine being a female employee of the Brooklyn Nets. 
mm-hmm. and seeing what this franchise, the direction that they're heading in. It's, it's despicable. You know, it's nasty. There's so many other options you could. Why would you want to work for a franchise that turns a blind eye on what someone's done with another franchise because of the potential that they have in coaching? You know, like it's the principle of it, right? It's you have to set precedent from the top down. And if your ownership, if your presidents, if your GMs, it comes from you guys. And if you're going out and finding a talent who has this stain on their name and it's so fresh, it happened months ago. Yeah. You're a fucking loser to me. So you're my loser of the week, the Brooklyn Nets. That's that's a good loser. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, did you hear about the, the whole Josh Primo um, news that's now come out? If yeah. we want to throw another loser he in there. He and the Spurs are both being sued for exposing his genitals. To yeah, yeah. The So Josh Primo, um, former first round pick from the San Antonio Spurs, um, he exposed himself nine different times, apparently mm-hmm. to a female staff member. And the Spurs did nothing about it because they knew... They knew about it, they were told about it, and they did nothing about it. So the Spurs are going to be facing some heavy, heavy suspensions, heavy... Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's, it's something big is going to happen to the Spurs because it has to. has to. I mean, like, we've gotten to a point now where if nothing happens, this is what's the outcome of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen. So, I mean, I, I really hope this... He's obviously stepping away from the game because... I don't think he's going to play another game in the NBA after this. No, God, no. Like, why would you take that on? No. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, Before we move on to our next uh, little segment here, is there anything Mm -hmm. that you wanted to talk about? Uh, Just, just, let's get it, let's get it out there. Yeah, there is. There is an elephant in the room, Josh. And, um, we both know what it is and yeah. you're you're giving me a platform to talk about it because yeah. you you don't want to sit there waiting and and wondering when I'm going to bring it up. So yeah. I'll bring it up right now. I don't want to be caught off guard uh, with it. We talked about this last week where you and I were going head to head in fantasy football. <clears throat> yeah. It was our matchup. It was yeah. rivalry week. You know, it was Josh versus Neil, Neil versus Josh. Juggernaut team <laughs> going up against each other. Yeah. Um I'm going to just give you the summarized version on what sure. happened. I laid an ass whooping okay. <laughs> of a lifetime to you. And I, you didn't beg for mercy, but I could oh tell there God. was okay. Had I a known plea for mercy. <laughs> that you're going to take it this far. I wouldn't have given you the fucking platform that I'm giving you. Uh, you were favored to win in this matchup. Um, not by a lot. Not by a lot. Not it was close. It was a couple points, but your team just didn't show up. You know, you... At start, it was a two quarterback format that we have in our league, and you had a bad week from Jimmy Garoppolo and Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence. Um, I ended up starting Andy Dalton, which was a good start. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Allen is on my roster, and he had uh, an okay day. He didn't have a Josh Allen what, we're com- what we've come to expect <laughs> from Josh Allen, but uh, it was a sweet, sweet victory for me. And um, I will. I just want to bring up one player on my team that you talk so much shit about and his name goes by kyle pitts and oh yeah you okay, said he had, kyle he's pitts, had one good week he said kyle pitts was going to what <clears throat> shit the bed so hard kyle shits kyle shits you called him but 
he's had he Kyle shit all over your team out of the entire season so far. He's been shit this entire season. He's back. No, he's not. He's back. It's one week. He's, he's back. He got one touchdown. He turned the corner. <clears throat> we'll see going forward, but um, it, even it, if he goose eggs for the rest of the season, just his performance alone against you has cemented him as one of the goats. <clears throat> this season <laughs> did you call him up and be like listen kyle i dm'd him listen like, mr pitts i need you to drop at least a touchdown in this game i need you to do something because yeah. i'm up against the best in the business uh are you worried about your team moving forward now that you've hit a roadblock um a bump in the road if you will this week uh i'm probably pop predator See, I'm flustered. I'm probably not going to win um, because I have a lot of injuries, a lot of players on by that I need to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm playing like Allen Robinson. I'm playing David Montgomery this week. And it's just like, this is this is where I'm at this week right now. And looking at the standings, like it's it's getting close. Like I'm six and two, just like my New York Giants respect. Um, but, you know, like sixth place, I think, is four and three or four and four. I don't know, something like that. So it's tight. It's a it's a close. I mean, this is what you want, right? It's a competitive league, um, and for a team who started one and three, as I did, I'm now five and three, won four in a row. Yeah, uh, I sit a game behind first place, and yeah, yeah oh, nice. I'm in fourth place right now, tied for fourth. Yeah, see, the difference between first and fourth is yeah. very minimum. So, oh, it's great. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a wild race for this playoffs. I don't expect to stay where I am right now. I think I'm in first still, right? We do have an O and eight team. <laughs> we tough. do have an O and eight team. We do. This team name is still I'm depressed. I'm depressed <laughs> because he's just not doing anything. Um, but I mean, like credit to him though. He he has had some very bad luck this year. So yeah. Um, but do you want to talk about the trade deadline in the actual NFL? A lot has happened. A lot um, that involves fantasy implications. Uh, but there are some clear winners and losers from this trade deadline. There were, uh, just to highlight a few trades, Chase Claypool has been traded to the Chicago Bears. For a second round pick. For That's huge for the Steelers. And it's yeah. the Chicago Bears second yeah. round pick. And they're they're not playing very well this year. So it could be... I mean, it's it's a very early second round pick, mm-hmm. which is great for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, they shore up the O line next year for Najee and and uh, Pickett. But Chase Claypool is now the the wide receiver one <clears throat> on Chicago for a quarterback who looks really good in the last four weeks. In um, Justin Fields, he's really turning the corner in his development, which is good. Um, I wouldn't be rushing, you know, to the to the waiver wire to pick up Chase Claypool, though. No, Miami made a couple deals mm-hmm. as well. They're stockpiling talent, man. Like from the trade that they they received from San Francisco, who wanted to move up to draft Trey Lance, they turned those first round picks into Tyreek Hill, Bradley Chubb, mm-hmm. and then they drafted Jalen Waddle. So instead of drafting Trey Lance. They drafted Tua, and then they also, in terms of their compensation picks, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Bradley Chubb. Bradley that Chubb. is how you fucking GM in the league. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well That's done. fantastic. Um, they're stockpiling talent. They traded away their backup running back mm-hmm. to uh, Denver. So, And then they went out and they traded for Jeff Wilson. So now they have, for Mike McDaniels, who used to play for San Francisco – 
They have their old San Francisco running backs back together in Miami. Uh, and then finally, Calvin Ridley dealt to the Jaguars, who's sitting out this uh, suspension this year for gambling on for his gambling. own team. You know what he gambled on, though? Yeah, near his own team to win. The Falcons to beat the Jaguars. And now he just got traded to the Jaguars. Well, now he can bet on the Falcons all he wants. Yeah, exactly, because that's <laughs> not his team. Um, also, TJ Hawkinson got traded to the Vikings. That's right. Mm-hmm. That was the other one. That was, I think that was the biggest one. So out of these trades, um, who do you think is a clear winner out of all these trades? Um, honestly, I think the Steelers. Like they got they got a really good draft pick, and they're the Steelers are by all means like by any means not playing for this year. They're playing for the future right now. Yeah. Um. They they just picked up Pickens. They actually had um. I saw the video where Chase Claypool was the one that announced the George Pickens um draft pick and yeah. so he drafted his own replacement fucked up man like it's yeah. so crazy how we did that but so but i think that's the what steelers, the steelers do they yeah. draft wide receiver talent every single year and then they let them go right martavis bryant uh, antonio brown like these are all like late round draft picks and such was the case um they got value on george pickens who was last year was touted by analysts and scouts as a first-round talent, and he won the second round this year. He is a first-round talent. He's one of the best draft picks this year out of that rookie class, mm-hmm. right? He He's making ridiculous catches. And he if he's given an opportunity um, as a number one, he is going to excel. And that's I think that's why the Steelers had an easier time trading Claypool. Yeah, very fair. Um, also, Christian McCaffrey looks fucking amazing. Oh, my the God. The 49ers. Did you see the week he had? He threw a touchdown. A triple double, man. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, triple double, yeah. He killed it. He threw a th- it wasn't just like a dink like a dinky pass over an O line. It was a thirty five yard yeah. touchdown or something like that. Yeah. He is their entire offense. And it was now. a perfect spiral. He, <laughs> he could play quarterback. <clears throat> he's literally their entire offense. Well, Debo was out. Well, yeah, he had to be their offense. Debo was out. George Kittle caught a touchdown. Um Jimmy Garoppolo isn't good. He's ma- he's being made to look good this year. But the thing is, don't drop Jimmy Garoppolo because he's on an offense that's going to be putting up a lot of points. You know what I'm thinking about right now? I'm getting so excited because I have him in almost all my dynasty leagues. Is yeah. the ability of Trey Lance's feet, like his running ability, Yeah. with Christian McCaffrey and Debo next year. Oh, so you hung on to he's, Trey Lance for like in a dynasty? Yeah. Yeah. And traded for him in a dynasty. He's going to be a smash play next year. If he's the starter. Who's going to be the starter over him? He they, had a you really know, bad injury. Like the, do you know, to come back from an injury like that. Do you know big. how much San Francisco gave up to get Trey Lance? No, I know. Then they're going to do everything they can to try and get him back out there. But this is Trey Lance's team. From. I know that. But it's a big <laughs> injury to come back from. It's a big injury. And if they're doing really well with Garoppolo, like I... What's to say, or who's to say they're not going to make the Super Bowl with this team this year? Garoppolo's not playing for this team next year. This is his last year under contract. We'll see. We said that last year, too. He was under contract last year and this year. He's under contract this year, too. But I'm saying he's this is, his contract ends after the season. They could give him another year next year. Make him the highest paid backup quarterback like they did this year. You're going to be biting your tongue when he plays for the <laughs> Giants next year. Hey, I would love that, to be honest. Jimmy Garoppolo on the Giants. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo 
or Daniel Jones? Who's better? Um, Daniel, Danny Dimes is throwing dimes nowadays. He is. If you asked me this at this point in the year last year, I would have said Jimmy Garoppolo. But this year, Daniel Jones, though he looks shaky at times, is putting in the work. So I'll stick with, I don't know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'll stick with Daniel Jones for now. What is happening in the NFL? Like, they, the Colts decided to bench Matt Ryan. Like, okay, players just have it, have it, have it. They have all this talent, and then they lose it. And then they lose it. What happens? They have, like, Carson Wentz, this happened to. Yeah. This happened to Ben Roethlisberger. Obviously, age was a factor there, too. Matt Ryan, age might be a factor here. It has to Jameis be. Winston's now benched. Andy Dalton is good again. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening in the NFL. This is a really, really difficult season. The Giants are good, even though, I mean, they the lost Giants to the Seahawks last, last week. But Giants are fake good, though, as are the Jets. Yeah, oh, I'm, I mean, the Jets are fake good for sure. I'll stand behind my Giants all day, though. Um, but the Eagles are 8-0 after last night. They're too. fake good, too. I mean, there was a... Um, I don't think they are. There was a post about the Steelers last year when they started out uh, 11-0. and Was it was that last year or the year before? It was last year. Last year? Um, I can't believe that. Or it might have been the year before. I think it was the year before. Um, they started out 11-0. and I remember. And then they were out in the first round. And that was because they were fake good. I mean, they, they obviously seized their opportunities and, and came out. They played Steeler football. Um, and that's what I see the the Eagles doing. They haven't really played a good team yet. You know, they've had the they've had easiest very easy schedule. schedule thus far. <laughs> they have beating teams like Cooper Rush, Andy Dalton, Davis Mills, beating like the Texans last night. You know what I mean? That's not you can't really fucking start the parade after beating Davis Mills. Yeah, I mean his name's Davis. Anyone can beat Davis. Long Mills. neck Davis Mills. Long neck Davis. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that fair. motherfucker's neck is so long. It is. He looks like a, a fucking giraffe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, He's... Davis Mills, if you're listening to this, whatever, man. You got a long neck. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I thought you were gonna apologize. <laughs> that's like bullying someone who's like shorter than everyone. Be like, you know what? I make fun of you a lot, but you're fucking short. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, that's uh, it took a left turn. That took a left sure. turn for sure. Uh, do we want to get into some fantasy talk here? Yeah, let's talk all the leagues. Let's talk them. Let's start NHL first. Yeah. Um, we were talking briefly uh, about some surprises uh, early on um, this season, and crazy early on surprises right now. And and obviously with the news. Um, earlier this year, where the, the original starter of the Vegas Golden Knights would be having hip surgery mm-hmm. and being out for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. um, Robin Lanner, this op- opened up an opportunity for someone to step up and step up. He is doing um, wh- like Logan Thompson, Logan Thompson. Yeah. and even the backup Aiden Hill is playing really well. Um, that team's really good right now. Um, early on in the season, are you surprised at all? A little bit, yeah. Um, I I don't think I drafted Logan Thompson. I think I I have him on my fantasy fantasy team now, but I think that's because I picked him up after the draft. Like I I went out and was like, oh, I need another goalie who's kind of got potential. And I saw him, I was like, oh, he's probably going to be the starter. I'll pick him up. He's been lighting it up. He's Mm -hmm. been stopping everything. Like even uh, I think last night he played, he let in four goals, but he stopped like 47 shots. That's good. 
It's insane. Do you get the win? He got the win. He's had like three or four shutouts already this season too. Like he's <clears throat> he's doing well. So that's a surprise. Um, some other surprises. Um, Johnny T from Toronto. Playing like a man possessed right now. Playing healthy. He is killing it. He is lighting it up. He got a hat trick the other night. Um, after, See that goal he scored? Yeah. The one where he took it out of the Dangles. corner. Dangles, yeah. Took like, it out of the corner and brought it all the way around. That's like vintage. John, didn't quit John on the play. Ours. Obviously, the first shot was was stopped, but he stayed right there on the play. He got his own rebound. Got his own rebound and put it top shelf. I that mean, is, that's, that is vintage Johnny T. Like, yeah. That's how he he used to play in he his He came in prime. ready for the season. Like, yeah. he... He's Remember, tired. he was supposed to be injured for the first few weeks, too. Yeah. So he's not even supposed to be playing right now. No, he was supposed to be out the, what, the first, like, two weeks, three two, weeks? Three weeks, yeah. And he came back, and he's now the the best player on the team right now. And after last season, you know, he kind of looked like he was, oh, is Tavares wash? Like, is he past his prime? No, he's here. He's uh, he's knocking on that goal-scoring record. Well, goal-scoring record for the season. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, but um, he definitely looks like the best player on this team. He's definitely realizing that this team needs a leader right now, and yeah. he has stepped up. Another player who is having a renaissance season of sorts. Yeah, you love talking about this. Is one uh, Senators legend, Eric Carlson. Yeah. Defenseman. <clears throat> now playing for the one of the worst teams in the league, but he's still tearing the cover off the puck. Um. His last four games, he's had eight goals, seven goals in his last four games. He's had 18 points through 13 games so far. He had a hat trick two nights ago. Mm-hmm. You don't think this is sustainable? Not for Eric Carlson, no. I've I've had him on my team um, the past few years, since literally since he got traded from Ottawa. There's only four players better than him in the league right now. Currently, yes. Currently. McDavid. Number one is uh, number one player in the league, Drysaddle and Pasternak so far. Currently, 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 he's had a he's had a really good four game stretch here. Um, they they're they're designing plays around him, um, specifically on power plays. He's getting a lot of power play goals and assists. You know how many minutes he played last night? <clears throat> how many? Thirty three minutes. Wow! Did they go into overtime? I, uh, I believe so. I'm just looking at his time on ice like here. Another... It went into overtime. Yeah. Um, but even so, overtime's five <laughs> minutes. Even so, yeah. Like that's There's only three players on the ice. He's averaging... He, he, we spoke about the health of Johnny T. The health of Eric Carlson looks great. He's playing like vintage Eric Carlson. Um, I think it's sustainable if, you, if his health can, can stay there yeah. as well. We'll see. Um, I don't think it's sustainable. Um, I think he's he's having a really good stretch of games right now. So, you know, if he's available on your waivers right now, go pick him up. He was four games ago. Yeah, I know. And you went and picked him up. Yeah, he's not any longer. I think he's up to like 88% owned or something like that. 92, really. He was like 25 when I picked him up at the start of the season. Yeah. Um, another person, not a surprise, but Vincent Trocek, um, always lighting it up. Always, Vinny T. Always the underdog. Um, I always take him late in drafts. Playing like Vinny LeCavalier out here. No one else wants him, so I'll, I'll go out there and be like, he is a player that's going to light it up no matter what. So I went out and picked him up. Very nice. Um, Savvy. Yeah, a person that's, well, team, really. And if you have anyone on this team, you're feeling the effects of it. Um, that's just not performing the way that they should be is the Calgary Flames. 
Yeah. I mean, there's, they, they had a lot of changes in the off season, so it might take them a little bit to start gelling and, and finding out each other's finding some chemistry on this team. Yeah, and they I, just, they I, don't look, I'm not surprised. I mean, the same thing goes with Florida. They don't look like the Florida that we've seen in the past. Tampa Bay's struggling out mm-hmm. the gate. It's because they have those stupid fucking jerseys now. Did you see them? Oh, God. The lightning bolts up the arm. What are you doing? I don't know what they're doing. Who like, designs that? I don't know. It was. It might have been a dark room, and they couldn't <laughs> see it properly. <laughs> yeah. Whoever designed this it. This looks so good. Oh, it's on the ice? Oh, my God. That's what we made. Um, you want to talk a little bit about basketball? Yeah, let's do it. NBA um, surprises. There's a lot of slow teams coming out the gate. Oh, we, we can talk all day about the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers are going nowhere fast. Yeah, they are winning games barely. Um, but they're uh, they're not a playoff team, in my opinion. No, no, I don't think they make the playoffs. Um, Golden State is struggling out the gate. Mm-hmm. You know who's not struggling though? The Raptors. No, they're five and three. They've played some really good. Really, really they've had a really tough start. To their have. season in terms of talent that they're playing against. And uh, Van and Vliet's been out for a couple games too now. They're um, playing better without Van Vliet. They're blowing teams out. Yeah, they won by like 43. You know who's playing the point points. when he's out? Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Scotty B playing the point guard he's position. Playing point guard and he's guarding point guards. So he's going 1v1. One, one one. Um, OG's having a defensive player of the year. Kind of year right now. So glad that they decided to keep him oh, and not 100%. trade him away. He's he's like averaging four steals a game, yeah. which is huge. Um, Pascal Siakam is like averaging a triple double right now, which is amazing. He's in the MVP talks yeah, early on, as he should be. He has as many triple doubles already this season as he did all of last year, and yeah. I don't know what he did this off season, but he looks like a man possessed. Well, he started, he started the year last year very injured, so he, he came in like a couple months into the season. He's playing like a black Jokic right now. <clears throat> yeah. He is. Yeah, he's killing Triple-double machine. Like, he's averaging close to 10 assists. He's up there. He's distributing the ball more than anything else. Scoring's a little bit down, but again, if you're rebounding, you're assisting, you're getting buckets for this team one way or another. Offense is flowing through you. You're putting up the fantasy points. Um, I never thought he'd be a better player with Scotty Barnes on the floor, but here he is. They're meshing. They're, they're making each other better. They're playing well together. They're um, working well together. Yeah. We have the outside shooting threat. This is a good, well-rounded team, right? The bench is looking good. Precious mm-hmm. Chris Boucher is playing well. Chris Boucher is playing well. Coloco is playing really well. He's playing limited minutes, but he's starting games. I still can't get over that Toronto versus Miami game where he Coloco just stood his ground. And like he's a big dude, man. <clears throat> yeah, Chris Boucher could use a. I know what you're gonna <laughs> say about Chris Boucher. Every Chris Boucher single time, put on some weight. Every man. single like, time, he actually has put on some weight this offseason, though. Did. Not much, but he's he's looking a little beefier. He did. He he's did. and his play, his rebounding, his his overall play, he's playing with more confidence. They actually gave him a new contract this year. Mm-hmm. I want him to go on another stretch um, like last year of that, like, what, 15 games where he was just, like, ridiculous, like, putting yeah. up double-doubles every single game. No, he's like, great. Even if they have Coloco mm-hmm. play, like, a star- as a starter and play 11 minutes a game, which is what he's doing now, and have Chris Boucher come in for 30, mm-hmm. Chris Boucher is a threat to have 15 to 20 points, anywhere around 10 rebounds, and, like, four blocks a game, and a couple steals. Like, he's a... Yeah. 
He is a stat stuffer. Like he will get his stats. He is a, a bench leader right now too. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I just picked him up in fantasy. Just now. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Just think, now, like right this moment. I think I saw that actually. Um, I have some guys that are underperforming. I'm going to list them off right now on yeah. my NBA team. Um, Karis LeVert is just you know not the same player he was. Kyle Kuzma has been struggling. Julius Randle um, is definitely not in his prime anymore. He's just fallen off. Draymond Green, eh. Um, and then Julius Clint- Randle, yeah, that's surprising. He's just not playing well. Um, Clint Capella right now, too, who last season would put up like double-doubles with like points and blocks. Like he would put up like 10 or 11 blocks a game. It's just not doing anything right now. And he's not even like... It's it's not even someone's challenging him for minutes. It's just like him not playing well. Wow. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, you want to get into some fancy pickups of the week for football? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> well, I wasn't prepared, so I got to find the drop here. There it is. Papa. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go first? We just listed off a few names uh, since you um, that caught were... me off guard. Then. Yeah, I, I can get us started off. Um, after the trade deadline, a lot of players were traded. A lot of players weren't traded. Um, there's a lot of speculation about players' roles on their on their various teams. Uh, one player that I'm very confident that you should be picking up right now and stashing um, coming off a buy is Isaiah Pacheco. Interesting. Uh, on Kansas City. And... And the reason I'm saying this is because he's only 34% owned in your leagues. This is a player who was declared the starter on Kansas City before the bye. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he had limited snaps, but this is a role that I think <laughs> is going to expand with every game passing. And the addition of Kadarius Tony only makes him more attractive, in my opinion, because the one thing missing on this Kansas City team is an actual running back. And if you watch the way he plays... CEH has been playing well, though, hasn't he? No. No? Hmm. That's why he is no longer the starter. And he still will have a role on this team. But I think as the season wears on, I think you're going to start to see CEH play the McKinnon role a little bit more, and then Pacheco start to take the reins a bit more because he's obviously the more explosive back. I am going to just stash him at this point and see what he does. I'm not starting him by any means, but... If he's on your waiver wires, which it's likely he is, go out and get him. If he does something, great. If he doesn't, just drop his ass. But I would give him another couple weeks to see what he does and actually see if his role expands coming off the bye. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Um, my One of my pickups of the week um, is kind of a dark horse here. It's DeAndre Carter, one of the wide receivers for the Chargers right yeah. now. So Mike Williams is out, will be out for a while. Keenan Allen is not practicing. Um, they sang... They're saying in the bye he re-aggravated his hamstring. Mm-hmm. So I doubt he'll play. Um, and then Josh Palmer is coming off of a concussion. Um, so he's getting in limited practices this week. So DeAndre Carter is going to be the guy for this team that's a high-powered offense that's going to be throwing the ball a lot. So it's going to be going to Austin Eckler, the running back, and DeAndre Carter, the wide receiver. You're not worried about Joshua Palmer? Um, a little bit, but like I said, he's coming off of a concussion. Yeah. So he's he hasn't played in a while, um, and he's again still not practicing in full. So DeAndre Carter is the option. Are you starting Carter this week? 
I haven't decided yet. I gotta look at look at what's going on. He's he's a viable candidate to start. Um, I just have a lot of a lot of um, variables that I have to I have to sit down and look at here. Um, but yeah, fair enough. Uh, my other pickup of the week. Um, I know everyone's struggling this time of year uh, or season long, for that matter. Um, about their tight end position. And there's only a handful of oh, guys. Oh, I think you're about to take my, my start of the week. There's only a handful of guys that um, you can r- trust in your tight end position to actually go in and get you eight-plus points. Um, this is a player that I am going to start if I have a chance to, and it's Isaiah Likely on Baltimore. Yeah, you took and All right, <laughs> talk about him while I find another The one. reason why <laughs> he, he obviously played really well last game um, for Baltimore, but he was also a preseason hero, um, dominating play when he was in the game. And now with the health of Mark Andrews being very suspect, Mark Andrews is, is likely to sit out this game, if not play limited snaps. Baltimore's on a bye next week. I think this could be, well, before I say it, Lamar loves throwing to tight ends. He loves passing to tight ends. He loves ends. only throwing to tight ends. He only throws to tight ends. Devin Duvernay plays heavy minutes, but again, he only receives four targets a game. Rashad Bateman is out for the year. This is a banged-up team. I think you're going to see a lot of Isaiah Likely in what could be a very heavy passing game. Um, Baltimore is on a bye next week, which leads me to believe that um, he's going to be heavily involved. So Isaiah Likely, if you have a chance to pick him up, go out and get him. Yeah. And because Baltimore's on a bye next week, it, there's a very good chance that he, you know, they keep Mark Andrews out for this game so that they can have him, you know, rest for the bye week as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. My pickup of the week. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Um, it's Allen Robinson. Oh, okay. Yep. It is Allen Robinson. He had a decent week last week. He's getting the targets. And that's what I want to see before I ever tell anyone to pick him up is for him to get the targets. And the first fucking five or six weeks he was just not getting the targets he was not even getting looked at yeah um with cooper cup there you don't need to look at him but now that this offense is actually struggling and they need to look for other options because cooper cup is getting triple sometimes quadruple teamed in the backfield not the backfield sorry in the offensive unit um he's matt stafford needs to look for someone else and that someone else, like it was supposed to be at the beginning of the season. Can I let you in on something? Sure. There is a chance Cooper Cup misses this game. He was banged really? up. He was really banged up. Is he up. questionable right now? He's questionable. He was banged. The thing oh, is, is like baby. he didn't finish the game last game. Yeah. He got injured on one of the second to last plays of the game, but it was a bad injury. Like it was his leg got caught up. Yeah. And like he's, I don't know if he's practicing. So there is a chance me- that this could be. Let me look this in up. In Allen Robinson game. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm glad I picked him up. So look him up. I mean, this could be an Allen. I like that pickup a lot for this week especially. He returned. Um, Cooper Cup returned to a limited practice. Limited. Yesterday. So Cooper Cup not at 100% even if he plays mm-hmm. means great things for guys like Allen Robinson, Higby, and so forth. So because yeah, like you said, because Cooper Cup is injured, he's not going to be playing as many snaps probably. So Allen Robinson is there. Try and hide that smile. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't know that Cooper Cup was injured yeah. before I, before I listed him as my uh, start of the. That's a good start of the week or pickup of the week. Pickup of the week. So 
yeah go out there and get Allen Robinson if he's if he's available um I might have to start him yeah we'll see I was gonna stash him to see if, if this continued but now is the time to start him all right yeah anyways that is gonna do it for our episode thank you so much for listening as always have a good week guys Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 